0: my name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video. And in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about whether or not fearful avoidance and dismissive avoidant attachment cells can deactivate when it comes to their goals. So um, this is an amazing question we had from inside of the community. And I thought this was a really fantastic point. And it's about how fearful avoidance and DAs both tend to have this tendency to sort of shut down or deactivate completely from their goals or their different things that they're trying to create or complete in their lives. And this individual is asking, why does this happen? So the first thing you need to know is um, basically deactivation is a coping mechanism, right? Just like any other response to trauma, and I find that this, this deactivating coping mechanism is actually very much related to one of our four trauma responses. We know that the four responses that we have in regards to trauma are fight, flight, freeze and fawn. Fawn is sort of like people pleasing and definitely an anxious preoccupied or FA with their anxious side, um, coping mechanism more so. And it really has a lot to do with like releasing our own needs repressing our own boundaries or feelings in favor of people pleasing because we're prioritizing our fear of abandonment, for example, or fear of being a burden or fear of being rejected or disliked over our actual need to stand up and speak up for our own truth, our own boundaries, our own needs, et cetera. Now, when it comes to the deactivating version of this, what I find most so is that fearful avoidance, when they feel really overwhelmed or when they feel uncomfortable or upset or frustrated, they may flee from a situation, this is usually like an FA's last case scenario resort. And usually they fight back first. Um, so they've got a strong like fight response a lot of the time. Um, and and when we look at this in the context of like towards our actual goals, the FA version of this in relationship to their goals is often um, a fight against response. In other words, a sabotaging response. And you'll see a lot of fearful avoidance or disorganized attachment style individuals. The ones that sometimes like, get ahead for a little bit of time, but then fight back and sort of sabotage. And usually it's because they don't like to feel like they have to do something, like they have to continuously show up, like there's pressure, like there's expectation, like they're trapped, like these are the things that they're fighting back against. It's not the goals themselves, but it's the subconscious meaning they give to their goals um, when they start to tire or when they don't feel like doing it. And they start to sort of associate the goal with pressure, expectation, these sorts of things being controlled. Um, and then you're gonna have that sabotaging subconscious response. The flee response is gonna be when like, had enough ready to seriously let go of this altogether. Um, and, and that flight response can be like fleeing a job all of a sudden, um, because you realize that you've hit this tipping point and your needs are not met. And rather than having the staying power and working on that, which I'll do a separate video about, because sometimes fearful winds will think that they can't communicate about their needs or express their needs. And so they'll lack staying power to work through hard situations, have the tough conversations sometimes, not because they're not capable of it, but because they get very limited modeling um, for tools for this, right? Usually they see chaos or a lack of communication in their household. Um, so, anyway, so you'll see these strong, like, flee and, and fight against responses. Um, it, in extreme cases, we can also see fearful ones when they feel super overwhelmed go into a freeze response. But all of these things are deactivating strategies to a certain degree, right? If I flee, I'm kind of deactivating. If I fight against, these are like avoidant-oriented behaviors as coping mechanisms rather than approach-oriented behaviors as coping mechanisms. So you'll see these different dynamics in here. Dismissive avoidance. They tend to freeze or flee. Um, usually they will freeze for a little while. This will show up in their life as sort of just an avoidance, like a not wanting to touch, not wanting to go there, like almost like a an over-compartmentalization where they'll compartmentalize, but to the point where it becomes... Unhealthy. It's not like, oh, I have to compartmentalize and like put my head down and work through something I'm not enjoying that much for 30 minutes and then move back over to the things I do like. It's not like a a temporary, this will get things done or achieved, or sometimes we can't always do what we always want to do in every part of our work, even if we love our job overall. It's like a compartmentalizing where it's like I compartmentalize and it's like I park away and I hide it in the the corner of my garage and I pile all these different things on top of it so I don't have to look at it kind of compartmentalization. Like it's a a strong avoidance. And so we'll see that a lot um, for dismissive avoidance. And then, of course, the flee response as well. But they're a lot less likely to fight back because they usually are a bit conflict adverse at a deep subconscious level um, unless it's very particular cases. But as a general rule, we won't see that. Um, And they're definitely not much of fauners in in life. So it's interesting to see how these different like trauma responses can impact our subconscious coping mechanisms. And because that's part of our subconscious programming as a whole, this actually like... what our programming is will spill into everything in our life, right? We have a relationship to each of the areas of our lives. So when we have a relationship to our goals in our life, whatever we haven't retrained or reprogrammed at a subconscious level first is going to show up in the relationship we have to our own goals or dreams. Um, So when we have trauma responses, these are a great call for nervous system regulation techniques. We have our somatic processing and nervous system regulation course. You can check out for free for seven days inside PDS um, with a lot of powerful tools for like, being able to get in charge of your emotional state, but also learn what it feels like to be upregulated or downregulated sympathetic nervous system mode or parasympathetic nervous system mode, um, sympathetic operate regulated parasympathetic is more like in a state of homeostasis. And when we're in like rest and digest and healing mode, um, and ways to actually trigger which system we want to be in, um, because both serve at different times, but sometimes if we're too upregulated, that's not always the best thing. And thank you for watching and for being here. Let me know if you have any other questions about this stuff, the fearful avoidant and dismiss avoidant deactivation in relationship to their goals or any other area of their life. And thank you for being here. Please like share and subscribe. If you haven't already, and you hang around here sometimes, I would really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next video.